So I think the Chinese consumers are still consuming. Uh, their income level has been on a steady rise. I think the Chinese government has made a very conscious decision to make sure the GDP growth is sustainable rather than just using debt to fund another you know, four trillion uh, program. So consumers continue to consume. However, there are far more choices today than let's say five years ago. Meaning if, even if your total budget for closing has increased, let's say 30 or 40% from five years ago. The amount of choices today is maybe double or triple of five years ago. Therefore, as a brand, in order to maintain that market share becomes more challenging. So the market is there, still there, and it's still growing at a very steady rate. We're talking about still double-digit annual growth in retail sales. However, the companies which operate under this environment needs to be really good. Yonghui Superstore was growing at uh, a CAGR of 40 to 45% before 2010. And last year, the growth was uh, moderated to around 40 or slowly less, slightly around 40 or slightly less than 40%. Uh, and this year, the first half, they just released their results. It's about 23%. Now, obviously, as your base gets bigger, then your growth rate should slow down inevitably. But even from a same store sales growth perspective, it has slowed. But I think it's important that you don't just pursue the growth for growth. Sure, they can still uh, boost up the same store sales growth, but in order to do that, you probably will have to do a lot of promotion. And that not only hurts your brand, but also your gross margin. Thinking about the next uh, $10 billion or $20 billion company, uh, is there anywhere we can find another company that can grow its revenue to more than 10 billion? So obviously quite challenging in today's market. And we feel that one potential area where this uh, type of company could still emerge is in the uh, luxury auto uh, sales market, meaning the 4S dealerships. The 4S dealership network penetration in China, especially in the lower tier cities, is still much less when compared to mature markets. Luxury car sales as a percentage of total car sales in China is also less than in mature markets. So you could argue that even in more mature cities, there is still growth for same-store sales. Right? Maybe BMW or Audi or Mercedes-Benz would not be granting out a lot of additional authorizations, but for the existing players in that market, you can still sell more because there are consumers who will continue to upgrade. That's correct. These days, if you want to double or triple your money by having a two or three year holding period, I think it's quite unrealistic. Right? So in order to uh, make money in China, which we still strongly believe that a lot of money to be made in China, you got to grow with the company. You got to be patient and stay with the company. And I will go further than saying it's not just about patience, it's not about a longer holding period but actively working with the company as a partner to add value. You know, in the old days, uh, if you just sell a luxury car, you make great margin. But that market has become much more competitive. The OEMs continually wanting to increase their market share. Therefore, the gross margin for new car sales has declined over, over the years. And we think this trend is not reversible. So the only way for you to make money is through the after sales. 
increasing conversion ratio, meaning you know, if 10 visitors come into your showroom and 10 visitors come into my showroom, somehow I can convert 2.5 of them, you could only convert 1.5. That's day and night in terms of profitability. But it's easily said than done, right? Why can't I convert 2.5 while you can only convert 1.5? Uh, I don't think you should make a difference between whether it's a listed company or a private company. Uh, I think you know five or six years ago, right? There's this thing called PE multiple arbitrage, meaning you don't have to do anything. Today, you enter this company at six times, and when it goes IPO, it's being traded at twenty times. Those days were long over, right? So you have to assume that your entry PE multiple and your IPO or exit PE multiple is roughly the same. If you take into consideration that there is IPO dilution of roughly 20 to 25 percent, your exit P multiple will have to be higher than your entry just to break even, right? So where do you generate returns? It's all from earnings growth, right? It's pure earnings growth that will drive the return of any deal. So whether it's a private company or it's a public company, the judgment is the same. 